This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites, this is Amy J with my friend Amy. Hi, Amy, this is the other Amy. <laughs> uh, and we are here after uh, about a week or so off. Sorry about that. That was all me, not Amy. Uh, but we are back and so happy to be back. Yes. Before we begin, though, uh, one thing of note to let you guys know, if you're not aware, there is a bug out there, a software bug called the Heartbleed bug, which affects what emails, uh, websites, mobile devices, mobile applications. Pretty much it affects anyone who uses the Internet. And so the reason I'm mentioning it is if you are not aware, it is kind of serious. And it is something that the people of the internet, uh, Facebook, Gmail, Tumblr, Twitter was not affected, but all those websites have taken steps to patch it up. They've fixed it. The problem is you also now need to do something. So you need to change your password for when you log into these sites. And it's kind of important because what the heartbleed, what the heartbleed bug does is it allows a hacker to retrieve from that website, their server, their place, pretty much your private sensitive information. So your passwords, your credit card information, uh, your address, things that you don't want other people to know necessarily. And if they pick up one, they can kind of pick up something else. So it's important that you change your password to kind of prevent that. So just want to kind of like a public service announcement. Right. And that's and like Amy, like you said, that's, um, we don't, Mashable said Twitter wasn't affected, but it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's Yahoo, it's Google, it's Tumblr. Mm -hmm. so all the things that you guys most likely use. Right. And um, on my other site, amyj21.com, I did write a post on it. I'll put a link in this post if you're not aware of it. kind of talks about it. It has some links if you want to find out which sites are affected. There are also apps that are affected, especially Google apps that have been affected. If you're on the Android phone or Android tablets, definitely check this out. So people like security firms are throwing the word catastrophic around because that's how important this was. So that's why I'm mentioning it now, because if you weren't aware, be aware and let other people know so that they are aware and don't take it lightly, change your passwords so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. That's the end of my public service announcement. <laughs> that's all I have in that sense. Amy has some Haven news for us, though, which is so exciting. Go ahead, Amy, share what you have. Well, I'm going to try and go through this really quickly. Well, we know that um, the crew is in Nova Scotia. We know Lucas Bryant is there. He, uh, he posted a tweet with that, and Sean Pillar posted an Instagram photo with Lucas in it. And I don't know. The rest of the cast should be getting there any day now. It's uh, April 12th right now, Amy, I think. And yeah. I believe they need to all report next week because they might be starting uh, the following week. The Haven Production Office is there. We saw uh, Stephanie tweeted a photo of that, Stephanie from CNBC. And um, it's we're, we're so close. We are so close. And, Yay. It, and it's just about what it was last year. I mean, if you remember in April, the cast and crew reported they started filming. Uh, Emily had the baby and was on maternity oh. leave in the beginning. And oh. now we're excited because everybody's heading over. So it's yeah. really, we could start a countdown. Yeah, so um, very exciting. And very quickly, uh, speaking of Emily, she was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, shooting uh, some Graceland episodes. We found out about that via Twitter as well. Um, 
So I think those would have been episodes 205 and 206 that she was shooting, but I haven't seen anything if she's shooting scenes out of sequence or ahead of time or what's happening. Um, so I know the one week she was in Fort Lauderdale, that was uh, Graceland 205. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, when, uh, you know, those finally come out, what episodes she is going to be. And we know that's going to debut sometime this summer, I think July. I don't have a uh, premiere date yet for Graceland. Yeah, I don't think USA's released it yet. Yeah, but there's been chatter. It's, it is in the summer. And then Lucas, we know, was in uh, Turku, Finland, filming The Girl King. And that wrapped um, that wrapped the first week of April. I think he actually wrapped in the last week of March or, or the uh, third week of March. But that's all wrapped up and will debut in 2015. So a um, couple of our projects, or excuse me, a couple of our Haven cast in uh, projects during their hiatus. Looking forward to seeing both of them. And I think that's about it. Which is plenty because they're wrapping up their stuff and heading over to Nova Scotia so we can get some more Haven. Oh, and I should mention Eric. I'm sorry, Amy. I miss, I'm looking over my notes. Um, he was in Sacramento, California, which is the state capital of California, um, a few days ago lobbying for this bill that he's very passionate about to protect orcas in captivity, uh, specifically the orcas held at SeaWorld. So we want to give a shout out to Eric for uh, um, supporting that or supporting what he believes in and um, you know, going before the California state legislature to do so. Really goes to show you his... Um sincerity and belief in that because you don't just go before a legislature for something you don't believe in yes i mean i just thought that that was uh, really cool we know he tweets a lot about his uh concern for the environment and the ocean and here he is you know putting his actions behind his words very cool very uh much respect to that and much respect to the cause also let me say uh definitely definitely uh we only have one earth let's take care of it and let's take care of those around us Good point. Animals as well. Uh, so today, uh, Amy and I are going to talk about Stay, which right. is the season three, episode two episode. Correct. And just so you know, the next episode we're going to talk about, we've heard some feedback on Twitter and Tumblr and all that. We are going to do Magic Hour and we're going to follow it. One and two. Yes. And then we're going to follow it up with Sarah the following week. So. Right. That's the plan for the next two episodes after this one, Magic Hour and then Sarah, because honestly, I think those were the some of the funnest episodes uh, of season three. On. If we take those three episodes, man, whew, a lot it, happened. It was like back to back. See, we could talk about this now, but um, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna focus back on uh, stay, but we're look. The two of us are really looking forward to talking about Magic Hour. Yes, both of yes. them, and we're really looking forward to talking about Sarah. Um, but for today, we will talk about Stay. You got it. Well, this episode was um, the second episode of season three. And it's actually the first episode they shot. They shot this episode before they filmed episode one of season three. And there's a lot going on in this episode. Wow. We're, like a typical Haven episode. I mean, where do I start? We introduced, we talked a lot about the Colorado kid. Claire was introduced. Um, we found out what the hunter was. Um we found out Audrey was going away. Um, this episode overall to me was just very, very sad. It was a turning point, I think, um, yeah. for the season and for our characters, I think all of them. And it was written by Matt McGinnis, uh, yeah. who is an amazing writer all around. He's been there from season one and it was directed by Sean Pillar himself. Yes, he did episodes one and two of season three. I gotta say... Uh, Sean Pillar gets around in the directing, 
he uh-huh. does an amazing job. I think I, I really admire one of my favorite episodes that he directed was the season three finale. Oh, OK. That's one of my favorite episodes that he has directed. And I just think he does a great job because he really knows Haven and he really knows the cast and he really knows the area and does his homework mm-hmm. that it I, I just love it. Yeah, well, this is his show, yeah. is my understanding, and it shows, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even when he's not um, directing, he's helping. Cause well, I, he's I like think the number one showrunner, so he's doing it all. Yeah, because he's always there. He's always there. And he really worked with the magic that Matt McGinnis gave him. And I say magic because this episode, I think, had everything. Oh, my God, there's so much in this episode. <laughs> and I think they had to because it is such a turning point. Mm-hmm. But I the one thing Haven does so well, you know, on the one hand, it could have just been the trouble of the week. But there's all these layers and there's all this other stuff going on. Yeah. OK, so let, let's start with what the trouble of the week was. I got to admit, I was a little it, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of this trouble. Okay, the the cavemen, the barbarian, what was going on? Who were they? The dogs becoming cavemen, essentially, and, and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not... I, 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 I enjoy puppies. Uh-huh. They're great. Uh, but you get all those dogs, I mean, in that scene, right? Uh-huh. When, you have all those, when you have all those men piled in that barn, all I could think was, what if they had all turned to dogs at that moment? I'd have been running for the hills. <laughs> well, at that moment, we didn't know what they were. But, right. Uh, well, yeah, so again, going trouble, back. This was a very interesting trouble. Well, speaking about what if they all turned into dog, dogs right then, and there, there was that one scene in the barn where Nathan was confronting them all alone. I was so scared for Nathan in that scene. I'm like, oh, my God, he's got to face them all by himself. What's going to happen right here? Yeah, and in that scene, Audrey was in um, another part of the room, locked essentially with, uh, was it Tor? Uh, no. Oh, Liam. 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 Liam, and as, you know, she doesn't know what's going on out there. He doesn't know what's going on inside. He's just faced with all these people. Right, and he's taking them on single-handedly because he directed Audrey to take uh, Liam into that little, behind the door, to that area of the barn. Yeah. Um, So Nathan is going to take on all these mad men himself because he's going to protect Audrey and Liam. And um, I was really scared for a minute there. What's going to happen to Nathan? Yeah, I didn't, you, you just don't know. Yeah. You yeah. just don't know. And and it's interesting because um, before we get to that point, right, uh, we have the introduction of Claire. Yes, Claire. And, and I guess before we even we talk about Claire, I guess we have to talk about that opening scene, uh, which was Audrey outside her apartment. With Duke. With Duke. Talking about the hunter, you know. I, I enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Because I think it was great how... Um, Audrey has Duke to talk to. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this isn't against any character. It really goes to show how they're friends. Oh, yeah, they have each other's back. Definitely. Yeah. And I think we've talked before. There's a love between those two. I don't, for me, I don't see it as a romantic love, but there is a love between those two. Which is understandable. I mean, yeah. people have friends that they're very, very close to. And so right. I love that Duke was there for her during this time. And then Nathan shows up, and she really did almost let Duke... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> stab him, stab him. and it's like you aren't going to stop that where is your mind at well Nathan comes up all protective of Audrey he is not happy that Duke is there because Nathan is so suspicious of Duke he thinks he might be the hunter um, he knows that uh, 
Duke has read the journal of his father that says you must kill Lucy. Um, you know, Nathan is just so suspicious and he's so protective of Audrey. She's just been abducted. He's just lost her for that time. She, she's been through this trauma. He's trying to protect her and he sees Duke. He doesn't know. Is Duke harming her or what's going on here? Right. He only sees potential threat. Yes. At that moment, that's all he's fixed on is Audrey's safety. And I don't think Duke can be trusted at this moment. Yeah. And given uh, their tenuous history in the past, I kind of understand where Nathan is coming from. At that time, yeah. At that time, uh, you know. But mm-hmm. for what it is, they they go back to the police station, and we we meet Claire, who is was one of my favorite characters. Oh, we loved Claire. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh, Bree Williamson was amazing as Claire. I I just really enjoyed the camaraderie and friendship that developed between Audrey and Claire. Yeah, it really grew during the season. Um, Claire became her confidant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Audrey was going through all this stuff knowing she was leaving and she ended up pushing Nathan away. And uh, and also uh, Claire helped her uh, recover some memories of the Colorado kid. Um, so Claire was very important to Audrey in this season. Yeah, and, and I think the reason they got along so well was that Claire didn't really mince words. Oh, yeah. she um, What's that phrase? She shoot from the hip or something? Yeah, she didn't hold back at all, uh, you know. <laughs> And I love that because you got that from the get yeah, with her. And so um, she was just one of the first of the great characters that we got in season three. Yeah. And so, you know, throughout this episode, um, whereas Nathan and Audrey are facing this trouble, Duke is trying to figure out how can I help Audrey? Right. He's the one who's going to make it his mission to find out what this hunter is and, you know, what it means. Find him before the hunter. He's going to find out about the hunter. Right. And you know what? I'm, it makes complete sense that Duke is the one that found out. You think it does? I do, because Nathan is the one who is also uh, chief. Right, yeah. You know, and, and Duke has an established, an establishment. He has a place, business, but he gives it to them. They can, they can work on it. Nathan's the one that's trying to fix the troubles, keep peace in Haven. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got all these things going on. He's got... Nathan's got a whole town full of citizens to deal with where, you know, Duke is his own person. Honestly, Nathan kind of owes Duke for this. Well, okay. I'm I'm (laughs) going to say that because how long would it have been for Nathan to uh, figure it out? Yeah, well, he's too busy with Audrey, as you were just saying, working the trouble. He doesn't, as much as he wishes he could just drop everything and figure this out, he's got to do his job. And that, and he knows, you know, his job as chief is to protect this town and deal with the troubles. That's what his dad did. That's what Nathan does. So that's a good point. He didn't really have time to be dealing with it. I just think the fact that um, Nathan, especially in season three, we see Nathan give Duke such a hard time. But I think the beauty of Nathan and Duke's friendship and relationship with Audrey is they both give her something uh, different. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. both can help her in different ways. It's like, you know, well, it's like, well, this is called revisiting. So we can jump ahead and behind Mm -hmm. in our episodes here. And the last episode of this season or or second to the last when a reunion that scene uh, towards one of the last scenes of reunion, you know, Audrey says to Duke and Nathan, both my guys have my back or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, you know, the night the meteor storm's supposed to happen, it's good to know my guys have my back. So, yeah, they're both there for her. And I, I think this plants the seed. Because season three was a very hostile time for Duke and Nathan. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that. Well, it's a hostile time for Nathan and Audrey also. 
But Duke and Nathan. Yep. At the, go ahead. We didn't see too much bromance in season three, did we? No, no. And I think this, uh, you know, his hesitance, his reluctance, his um, distrust Mm -hmm. just began in this episode. Right. And the fact that he knows about the hunter or figures it out, he doesn't know until the next episode. But the fact that he figures it out, Audrey's confiding in him these things, really starts that snowball effect of his uh, resentment, I guess. Okay, I didn't really see it that way, but I, I appreciate that point of view without a doubt. I, I, At I, least, pre- I, see, I see how you come to that. I, yeah. Which, you know, for me, it's, it's like, I think the fact that Nathan asks Duke to go after her at the end of the season, given uh-huh. all this, given the big factor, was a sign of growth for them. Yes, and it was also, uh, yes, but it was also the fact that, you know, Nathan was too injured to get up off the ground and do it himself in that instant. Yeah, but don't you think that he he, he probably had a, had, he probably wouldn't have just asked anyone to do it. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You're right, you're right. This is the thing about Haven. I can interpret the same scene in two different ways that are kind yeah. of opposing, that sometimes they're opposing ways and sometimes they're complementary ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Yes, I agree. You know, he trusted Duke enough to send Duke after Audrey in the barn, but he he would have done it himself, but he was too injured. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. So this episode, we get a little bit more uh, Duke, Nathan. uh, 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 Hostility? Yeah, hostilities, uneasiness. We get a lot of, we get some Duke Dwight in this too. We know Duke and Dwight don't like each other. Yep, that's, that was the other one. We had some fun Duke and Dwight scenes. I love those two together. Duke always brings the, you know, the, the lighter moments for us. <laughs> right. Thanks for the help. <laughs> and it's the delivery of it as well. And yeah. Eric is such an awesome actor. Um, the whole scene with the, the big barbarian, the huge dude in the truck mm-hmm. and, you know, Dwight pulls up and Duke, the Duke and Dwight interaction. And, um, you know, I just like those two together. And then they, uh, they go to the Haven Herald together to find out about the hunter, right? Uh, Dwight's going to kind of help Duke out, even though they're not the best of friends. Dwight knows that Duke doesn't like having his trouble, and Dwight's willing to help him uh, go to the Haven Herald and convince Vince and Dave that they need to look at some past ep- uh, ep- what I don't want to say episodes of the paper, editions of the paper. Yeah. And, and it's definitely not the first time they've worked together. It, they did in season two. Um, mm. But it was just great seeing them be able to work together again. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I love that. Um, we also they get... Tol- they seem to tolerate each other. They do. and it, But we see it throughout the season as it, it, it kind of... There's moments right. of, of good and then moments of, eh, you know, uh-huh. up and down, up and down. Uh, but the other highlight of this episode for me was uh, Claire's observations. Okay. Of, of people. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, I because she said it, you know, uh, of Nathan and Audrey. Yeah, she was totally observant of that throughout this episode. Because let's be honest, how, how much, from what we saw, Claire didn't have that much exposure to Nathan and Audrey. Right, and, she just kind of showed up. Yeah, and so, and then she automatically has this... Uh, I, she, has, she has this insight into their dynamic. Thank you, I'm like struggling with words today. Yeah, she she had she looked at them and was like, um, yeah, there's something there. Yeah, and there's another relationship I would encourage you to look into. <laughs> yeah, and she's not subtle. 
No, she's not. And she's also a very smart uh, shrinker psychiatrist. She's the one who uh, helps them kind of solve, well, I don't know if solve is the right word, but deal with um, uh, the dogs towards the end scene. She's the one who says, you know, um, Thor, you need to show Jesse some humanity. This is when Jesse's the mean yes. human. You know, treat him with some humanity and some kindness and some caring and some compassion. That's what you need to do. And that is kind of what fixed the trouble, so to speak. Yeah. So, and yeah, she's it, very smart. She knows what's going on. And in here, we also learned that, um, in Claire's words, you have the front line. I take care of them when you're, when you get through. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the front lines. I get them when you're done. And I really love that scene because that really showed us that, you know, what happens to the troubled people. Yes. I really like, I really thought, man, we learned a lot right there. Like, I mean, like in who, what, where, Wendigo, for just an example, like we saw Dwight drive the three daughters away or the three uh, siblings away to, um, you know, slaughterhouse where they were going to go. But this with Claire actually gave us a little more insight into what happens with the troubled people. And I thought that was really, really interesting. I think, I think you're right. I think I've always, I, you don't realize you wonder about it until somebody gives you an answer for it. Uh-huh. And as soon as she said this, like, what did happen with all these people? Yeah, so they really do get follow-up and care to, to deal with their life and, uh, you know, to handle what's happened to them. Right, because you always think, you know, did somebody check on them? Are, are they okay? Yeah, you know, they're yeah. They're bringing some crazy uh, troubles the first yeah. two seasons, and so you're like, you know, did, did someone check on them? You know? Well, you know, she's... she's She's helped Hadley, who had the snow globe issue, and mm -hmm. she was helping Lewis from Love Machine. And yep. he's uh, growing tomatoes now instead of fixing machines, right? And um, oh, the oh Dark Man, in our sh the shadow, yeah, Dark your shadow. I hate going there at night. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we know she has to go at night because when it's dark, there's no shadow. I mean, it's it's Matt McGinnis gave a lot to a character in one episode. You know, mm -hmm. she he really developed her. Very quickly in one episode and had us like her. Yeah. Yeah. I did like her from the get-go. Right. And, and it's mm -hmm. a testament to his writing and Brie Williamson's portrayal that we got so invested in her. Yeah. And it was nice to have a female character in Haven, you know, who was, um, she was in most of our episodes. It was kind of nice to see that. Absolutely. And spoiler alert, how devastated were we all when she with, left? With her demise. Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know that was planned from the get-go. That was the whole arc of season three. They knew that Claire wasn't, you know, they knew what was going to happen to her. But it wasn't easy to, for us to watch it. I will say this. I want one female character to stick around and be Audrey's friend. Can it happen? Can... You might be asking too much. Uh, maybe Jennifer. I mean, they didn't really get a lot of time to bond. So hopefully yeah. maybe if she's back. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't know if she's back, but maybe if she's back, they can have some episodes in girl time. Maybe. It's something we could hope for in our coming season five. Yeah, because I miss Julia. Yeah, a lot of people miss her. She was a pretty cool character. But she couldn't handle the crazy, so she left and she went back to South Africa. I just feel like she's going to come back. She has to come back. That Something about that tattoo that she had she's on her the, back. Yeah, she's the only other person. that We've seen her and Vince with the disappearing tattoo. We haven't seen anybody else yet, so... Who knows? Who yeah, knows? yeah. We and we've talked about that before. It's yeah, just, it feel, I feel like uh, every time Audrey has a female friend, they have mm -hmm. a mark on her back. Yeah, they well, they yeah. are automatically marked for limited time. 
Yeah, even Dr. Carr in season one was her female friend, although she yes. was kind of, kind of a motherly figure. But nonetheless, she was one of her the uh, female person in her life, and even she didn't last very long. Yeah, and you know what? If they could bring a character back, uh, I don't know. I'd be torn between. Uh, I don't know. They they've done such a great job with these female characters. I was about to say bring bring Dr. Carr back, but yeah, we, I like yeah. Gloria, and I love the other females that have been gone. So it's like. Ugh. Well, they make it so difficult. Yeah, as we know, Dr. Carr's dead. But Gloria, we talked in one of our previous podcasts, you know, is she going to come back? We love her. But she's not really, you know, Audrey's, well, I don't know. She's not like I don't that. know, because, you know, after after um, the season four finale, essentially. Oh, yeah. She, you yeah. know, maybe they, they've now. Bonded. Bonded. Yeah, over that whole. That's true. That's very good. Very true. Very good point. If only we can get her one-liners back, I would love to have Gloria <laughs> Starkey Gloria, where are you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, if anybody from Haven listens to this, bring back Gloria. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, and stay, I saw, I, I'm kind of running, talking, out, uh, rambling here, Amy, I'm sorry. Um, there were a couple big themes for me in stay. I know we kind of talked a little bit here about what's going on. Um, I love the theme of Audrey fixes everybody, but she can't fix herself. Mm-hmm. She solves Tor's trouble. Yeah. She, re- she reunites him with the son, literally. She finds him in the barn, and then she finds him again in the uh, uh, the forest. And kind of on another level, she re- reunites them together, solving their problem and helping Tor deal with his anger that his wife has left. And uh, Liam has turned to Jesse the dog. She, she re- reunites that family. And we see that lovely idyllic scene at the end where, you know, Jesse, excuse me, Cookie is now the dog. Audrey's Audrey's given them the dog cookie and they're playing in the field and she's fixed them, but she's just found out for herself about the hunter and she can't fix herself. Yeah. And and that's, that's the crazy part. It's like when things are going well, here's the next stumbling block. Yeah. Like everything was going awesome. You know, she solved the, the, the trouble of the week, if you will. And Nathan is, and then Duke has told her, I found out what the hunter is. You're going away in 49 days. And then, boom, it all goes, you know, to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. Because she and Nathan were going to have a date and take Cookie for a walk. And that didn't happen. So it, It's one of those things where we're going to tease it and then we're going to take it away. Exactly. Because it kind of looked like, you know, everything to this point was kind of working towards the Nathan and Audrey relationship. Um, you know, they were supposed to have their date in the end of season three. And uh, 301, he kind of sort of rescued her Nathan did and so this was their first episode back together their first time back together and it looked like they were working well together and this episode looked like it was going to end with a little date taking cookie for a walk but no everything just takes a (laughs) turn for the worse (laughs) there's a theme of there's a theme of teasing and then taking it away Audrey can't be happy I mean so far and Nathan, you can't have her, you know, it's kind of like this theme that just keeps on going on. There's all these things happening and all these roadblocks and, uh, you know, putting up road, emotional roadblocks and the actual roadblocks of the show and yeah. their, their life in the town, you know, so. And, and the other theme I noticed um, was one of loyalty. Oh, yeah. Like, if you think of the, the theme of loyalty that was in this episode, the fact that uh, the loyalty of Cookie, the loyalty mm-hmm. of... Uh, um, of Jesse, yeah, but towards Liam, I thought, oh, and the loyalty of Duke, that's really good. The loyalty of Duke to find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And 
I think there it was a common theme throughout this, not overt, but uh-huh. you know, for Duke to take the time out of his life to to figure out and how can he help Audrey and you know, for Cookie to come and find Liam. Yeah. Right? And and even um Nathan. Uh-huh. Or even well, you could say Claire. Claire's loyalty to try and figure out what's going on. And I like that because I think, you know, dogs are so loyal to their owners, so a theme of loyalty in the episode with dogs it just goes together a little too well doesn't it absolutely i think i think it was i think matt mcginnis knew what he was doing yeah he wrote a very good episode yeah yeah and i i think that was there um yeah so did you see any other themes well i kind of touched on the ending but should we kind of get to the real gut wrencher here yeah that um that episode was so sad in the very end when we see to me to me it was so sad that Audrey just decides to turn Nathan away and we know this Nathan doesn't know it yet Mm -hmm. um, because she found out she's leaving she's going to protect him she doesn't want to hurt him so she she gives the dog away because she knows she's leaving she's not going to keep the dog and she just kind of doesn't talk to Nathan at the end there you know and we know she's got to be hurting. You know, she wants to, I would think, be with him or talk to him in this moment that she's just found all this out. But Audrey's always sacrificing herself and she's putting Nathan above herself. And it was just so sad. So, you know, I'm a big fan of um, music on this show. It's just. Oh my God, that song just tore my heart I've out. I've never made that. That's an obvious thing for me. But when A Soft Place to Land by Kathleen Edwards played. Oh, oh my God, those lyrics. Calling it quits, you think this is easy? Oh, my God. Heart-wrenching. And I have to say, Amy, that song, it was a female singing. So it was easier to, to see uh, that coming from Audrey's perspective. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That, listen, that song. It's been, it's no secret that I love the music and song score of this show. When they... That was cemented when they put this song on. And uh-huh. I was like, how appropriate is this song with this scene that it's breaking my heart? That is that. Uh, yeah, I can't even talk about it. I'm getting all upset again. <laughs> because every time you hear that song, don't you just come to that scene? Oh, my That's goodness. That's how powerful this. I can't see that scene without hearing the song. And I can't hear the song without seeing the scene. Yeah. Um I never heard this song before. I don't know, Amy. Is it is it a popular song or something? I, I never heard it before. I had never heard it before either. Okay. Uh, but I will never forget that song. I know the lyrics, like calling it quits. You think this is easy? Um, you're calling my spade a bluff and calling it love. Oh my goodness! I'm looking for a soft place to land. Wow. And the fact that it was that scene timed well, right? So the song is playing in the background as the scene is playing out, and you're like, what's? And it kind of telegraphs a little bit what's about to happen and you're like mm-hmm. no yeah no don't and, and that's all you can think because you know that's happening what's happening is going to affect the audrey nathan relationship right exactly. and yeah. this isn't a matter of are you a duke audrey shipper or nathan audrey shipper i think regardless of what shipper you are you just look at the fact that this is two characters being kept apart who wanted to try yeah, right, because we thought this was the episode that, you know, that they were going to actually have a real date, and mm-hmm. oh no, no, boom, 49 days, and Audrey makes her snap decision like that, and it just goes downhill. Yeah, yeah, and you got to admit, 
Um, the timing between her finding out, out about 49 days and this song playing was instantaneous. So it's like yeah. she makes a split decision that she can't do this to him. Correct. Yeah. Just right then and there. That's it. And so and you think about herself. Right. She's just automatically. How can I? It's not about it's not um, for me, at least. It's not her being selfish. She's trying not to hurt someone else. Exactly. She's sacrificing herself. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's straight to the Audrey character and probably something Nathan would have done in his if he was in her shoes and yeah. or and Duke. Duke probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, our characters Maybe. do tend to put the others above themselves. Um, well, I think that's a key theme of fighting these troubles. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also a key theme of their interpersonal relationships. Yeah, they're all self-sacrificing to a fault. Mm -hmm. And exactly. um, yeah, so <laughs> despite the fact that we're ending this podcast on that sad note, it is a beautiful <laughs> song. I do want to emphasize it was perfect for the scene because it is a beautiful song. Yes. Um, and I'm a I'm a big music fan, and the uh, the power of music is just uh, for me. It's been a very important part of my life, and I know a lot of people feel the same way. And it's just you know they they did it right in this particular episode with the power of the music. Yes, yes, and um, again loved it. One, uh, it was a great episode of season three. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially my my favorite scene I think is when Nathan walks in and Audrey introduces him to Claire. Uh -huh. And she's like, pretty much kind of talking about how she doesn't isn't going to do therapy she's with Claire. Therapy. <laughs> Hilarious scene about talking about it in the car. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going to end on that happy note. There we go. At least. Um, you have anything else to add, Amy? Uh, no, I know that we didn't cover every little detail of the show because there's there's just so much. But um, yeah, so that's good. Yeah. So guys, check out Stay if you have not already. Check out the song by Kathleen Edwards. A Soft Place to Land, if you're a masochist. It's still a beautiful <laughs> song, though. Um, so I'm going to recommend it. And we will see you guys next time. That's right, and thanks for listening. Take care. This is Revisiting Haven.